a maniac murders models with a midget. We watched Scarred, a.k.a. Candyland. We watched it so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. What's up, Moon Goons? Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Marshall Hampton. With me is my co-host, my buddy, Mr. Aaron Southworth. Aaron, how are you doing? We've been gone a little while, but we're back. Oh my God, we have been gone so long. (laughs) So long. And it's really not, eh, well... Yeah, it's the summer. It's a lazy summer. It is a lazy summer. And we did an episode two weeks ago, but we kind of screwed the pooch, and it is now lost. We had the files. The files are still around, but they are discombobulated. They're encrypted. They're (laughs) something. I don't know. We have to work on them. We're troubleshooting They're lost in the Matrix. We need need Morpheus and Neo. Those guys, I don't know, to hack it. I don't know. I was listening to a podcast earlier about the Matrix, so I'm down talking about it. <laughs> yeah, so we're back. Uh, for those of you who are stick, who stuck with us, thank you. I know it's been a while, but we're back. Appreciate it. Um, with that, we have some news to announce. Some exciting news to announce. Um, we first of all, let's go over the fact that we are going to be at the upcoming St. Louis Horror and Sci-Fi Convention, Contamination. Con- Contamination. Contamination. Uh, we're going to be there November 4th and 5th. It's at the St. Louis Crown Plaza Hotel by the airport. So if you're around, come check it out or come into St. Louis for it. Come in for a weekend. Check it out. It's going to be fun. There's going to be celebrity guests, horror icons uh, um, from horror and sci-fi and, and all sorts of stuff. We did it last year. It was a blast. Yeah, it's I highly recommend it. Honestly, if you're coming in from out of town, definitely. It's right by the airport. It's fucking awesome yeah you know so it's be a, just fly in get a hotel there's plenty of them there uh you know come on out hang out check us out say hi we'll go out get drunk afterwards <laughs> every single person i promise you we'll go get hammered <laughs> together so uh yeah and we're probably gonna record a live show on the uh, uh on the con floor uh probably saturday afternoon i'm thinking um we don't know what the movie will be yet but we'll be recording um and now that leads us to our next bout of exciting news is, is we are in the process of redoing our logos. We're getting new logos uh, made up. Uh, we, we have them art made. We're just waiting to get the actual files. And then once we get those, we will be up having all of our new images and logos, which are going to allow us to finally get T-shirts made for all of you loyal listeners who want to support and and show your, your your pride and your moon goon status. Uh, we will have shirts for sale at the yeah. con, hopefully, uh, <laughs> and get them on our website. But we're going to get shirts made, and we'll probably also get some stuff like uh, probably make like some stickers or beer koozies. Beer koozies uh, maybe. You know what I wouldn't mind getting is coffee mugs. 
a getting coffee some mug? coffee mugs made. Because huh. I don't know, I'm, I'm, I've been collecting some coffee mugs, so I want a horrible, horrible coffee. Mug. I'm sure we can figure out something to do with that. I think we can do that. Uh, but yeah, it's exciting news. So we, we're, that's coming down the pipeline yeah, very we soon. Could, we couldn't really do it before because, <coughs> well, you know, it wasn't exactly the most legal. Yeah, there are trademark issues. Uh, it, it was borderline, but it was still like, eh. Boy, that j- it sure does look like a Jason mask. Yeah. Nah, no, it's just a hockey mask. You sure? Sure looks like a Jason mask me <laughs> yeah so uh we kind of got the kibosh put on it uh so yeah so, but uh these new logos i think are awesome our um, designer van did an amazing job I think yeah he's a he's a friend of mine friend of ours friend of the show uh van phenomenon um he's a designer he's put this together for something us something like yeah. a phenomenon something is like, like a, a phenomenon, phenomenon. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway so yeah um let's move on to this week's movie proper uh it's called scarred A.K.A. Candyland, another one of these. (laughs) Scarred. A.K.A. (laughs) Candyland. It's another of these weird movies that for some reason has multiple names, which I'll never understand. Uh, I couldn't find it under Candyland. I really couldn't. I checked under, like, iTunes and Amazon, and uh, Candyland wasn't coming up. So I don't know where. I I see that. It says Scarred, A.K.A. Candyland. Yeah. I don't know why. I mean, it's spelled with a K. A.K. I think it's yeah. It, it, instead of a Y, it's like an I E. And if you type like it into like Google Play or anything that comes up, or like Amazon, especially Amazon, it comes up with like you know like booty shows, you know, like <laughs> candy, you know, like some black girl with a thick ass, just like I'm candy, come to my land, you know. It's like what the f- no, I want to see someone kill. I don't know. Uh, I, I, was, I was kind of intrigued. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, you know. I'm hey <laughs> hey. So, yeah, and it's pretty much called Scarred. Um, it was released on September 5th, 2013, um, written and directed by Eddie Lang- Langyel, uh, L-E-N-G-Y-E-L. Uh, you can find it on Amazon. I won't lie. I did not go see if it was on YouTube or anywhere else. It might I did. Be- I checked everywhere because I, I was just having some trouble with my Amazon account, and I checked all over the place. Couldn't find it to save my life. It was just, just an, It is free with a Prime, Prime account on, on, fr- mm-hmm. on Amazon, so at least Yeah, and you have free. the good—it's under Scarred. It's under Scarred, yeah. Yeah, and another thing that was weird is they had two images, two separate images. They had one that was a 2013 release, and that one you could only find on the Fright Fest or Scream Fest, whatever it is, the Amazon horror add-on. add-on. Um, yeah. You've got it. What's I it have called? it. Uh, uh, something with an S. Scream Factory, uh, Scream, uh, Shock Vision, whatever. Yeah, it's on that. But if you get Scarred, the 2015 release, and it has a completely different cover, huh? It, then you can watch that one through Prime. See, that's weird. It was the, really strange. I didn't see, notice that. I only saw the one cover, um, and mine was on. Although I didn't go through the add-on service, I went straight through Prime. Mm-hmm. Um, and the cover I saw kind of looked like reminded me of Bloody Bloody Bible Camp, uh, in a way. Kind of I don't know why, but it did. Um, just the colors, I guess, and also kind of reminded me of Kane too for some reason. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but and both those are way cooler than what this turned out to be. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah. The, there's only two people I'm going to mention in the cast. Most of them are don't matter. Uh, one girl named Tina Grimm plays Brooke. She's probably the most experienced. She's got 60 credits, but they're all small and bit parts. So 
I mean, it's not a whole lot, but I mean, she's working. Uh, and then the big name in this is, is Ari Lehman. Um, and again, he's, I, I hesitated to call him a name. I mean, he's been around in the horror move in the uh, horror industry, especially doing indies lately. Um, and he was, we, he was in another movie we did a while back. I don't remember what it was, but basically his big claim to fame in the horror world is that he was the very first on-screen visual representation of Jason Voorhees. He was the mm. kid that pops out of the lake at the end of number one. Right. Um, that's it. Uh, and then after that, he, I don't really know. He went on to do, I guess, some indie stuff here or there. But he's, he basically lives off the fact, I was the first Jason. He swims in that lake a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know he went on to do, like, he, he's in, a like, a horror-themed band or something. Keeps going back to that lake for yeah, more. He, he really clings on to the, I was the first Jason, even though I was only there for, like, two seconds. And But anyway, he's Can you say that? I mean, you can't really say he goes back to the well, unless <laughs> that well is connected to the lake. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, so, that's what he keeps going back to. Um, but hey, man, I'd do it too. Yeah, I mean, I I get <laughs> yeah, it, no but shit. it's like, yeah. <laughs> so I'd be like, I was the first Jason, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's hard to say you were the first Jason if you didn't really do anything or very scary. I mean, uh, well, I guess at the are time, you kidding me? That scared the shit out of me. Yeah, I guess that you're right. That scared the shit that, out of right. me. When I, I take first it back. That, it. The first for that time, that was a scary moment. But then that's it. Then you were never seen again. Uh, and then he became super cool. Like, yeah. well, actually, then he became sack wearing. Hillbilly Jason. <laughs> yeah. Before, yeah. He came, before he came the cool Jason. Uh, anyway, so back to Scar, <laughs> the movie itself. Uh, we open with this woman. Um, she's posting um, this young girl. She's probably in her 20s. <laughs> uh, she's she's posting like missing person flyers around town, this small town. She enters a bar. She talks to the bartender about her missing sister. Before we get to that part, when she goes, she's driving on a rural road yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Stops, gets out of her car. And this one post just nails this missing person poster to it. Who, like, just nails <laughs> yeah. the top. It's flapping in the wind. It's about to rip off. One, <laughs> God damn it! put another nail in it. Yeah. Put it down. And two, foot traffic. <laughs> this is a foot traffic, like, reading material. You're putting this. No one's going to see it. Yeah, I, I thought the same thing. It's like, nobody's just, seeing this. It's just like, God damn it. Come on. <laughs> um. Yeah, but she does end up at the bar, and she hands it out to the bartender. That makes way more sense. Way more sense. And then this customer sitting next to her hands him a flyer. He says, hey, I haven't seen her, but if I do, I'll call the right. number, blah, blah, blah. He seems like a normal dude. Yeah, seems fine. We cut to this small, isolated house. Um, inside, we see an older, middle-aged woman. She's sitting on the couch reading, and on the floor next door is her daughter, and in walks the man we saw from the bar, and he turns out he's the husband slash father of this family. Um, now the daughter, the first when I first watched this, took me forever to figure out what was going on here. Because, me too. Uh, it it turns out she's a little person, but she's not like a Peter Dinklage midget midget, where like the like the un or misproportioned unproportioned limbs right. or head. Like I everything's proportionate. She's just compact incredibly small yeah she's like three i don't know if that's a dwarf or little person i think what it's we used little to refer to as midget I think, yeah. yeah i think but i think that you, i don't person. think you can say midget anymore yeah and i think, uh, I think dwarf was is, the one like well, i think dwarf is okay i think dwarf is okay and now for people who used to be called midgets See, i always now, thought dwarf was more insulting than a midget well it, it's dwarfism and i think yeah, like yeah. peter 
Dinklage is a dwarf. Yeah, I want to say the dwarfism is one that have like the enlarged, like the the limbs the seem larger more head. Yeah, yeah the or shorter limbs. Proportion. Yeah, the proportion. Yeah, and the, she's proportion. She's just very small. Her head's a little big. Not, but yeah, not it's, much. It's, it's, it's enough that you go, huh? Yeah, it, it took me a long something's, time to figure something's out. Something's off. I don't know if this is a little person or just a little girl who's got who incredibly older features. Yes, I thought the right. same. Like, who is like, what is going on with this person? I thought the same thing. I gotta admit, I was intrigued. <laughs> it took me a long time to figure this out. Um, but um, so yeah, it turns out she's she's a little person. Um, anyway, the father shows the flyer to the family. Um, the daughter, by the way, uh, she, we have a midget, a little person in this movie, and you you want to guess what her name is, oh, listeners? Tell, tell them what her name is. Well, her name would happen to be Tiny. 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 Yeah. Are you and shitting me? That's just, <laughs> it's like just wrong. It's so wrong. It's, it's not like Tiny Zeus Lister. Yeah. It's you know, like, like, like not, not like an ironic name. No, they're just being straight up dicks. Yeah. <laughs> being assholes right off the bat there. It's like, sub tiny? Tiny. Oh, shit. <laughs> They're not trying to sugarcoat that at all. I know. I can't there's believe no, they did there's that. There's no candy coating on this candy land <laughs> joke here. So, um, anyway, yeah, Tiny says she saw the missing girl and that Jonah was playing with her. Um, now we cut to the missing sister. She's tied up to the hood of a car, some rundown garage or warehouse. In comes our killer Jonah. She's she's in a little like she's like in a black brawl. Yeah, and it's, and she's like got tattoos all over, kind yeah. of a short skirt. She almost looks like a, I don't know, like suicide girl. Yeah, 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 very good. And uh, but she's tied down. And one thing I did like him in the detail is that she's tied down with ropes, and they close up on her wrist, and she's struggling. There's blood on the ropes. It's like it looks it's like those little things, those little attention to detail. I like. I like seeing that. I was pretty happy. Well, that's good. It's one thing they did right because they didn't do much <laughs> else right. Uh, so anyway, in comes our killer Jonah, and he may be the worst looking killer I've ever seen in, in any of the movies we've done so far. Yeah. Uh, first of all, his mask is like a really cheap leather face wannabe knockoff. That looks like it's two sizes too small for his head. Yeah. Yeah. Or like um, I don't know, just. It's just meat bad. that's been dried in the sun too long that he just taped to his face. Yeah, it's really awful. And what makes it even worse is the fact that whoever created this decided to go with the absolute insane idea or thought it'd be a great idea to basically staple a long lack lock of hair to the side of his head. It's like horse hair. It's like a horse tail coming off of like his eyebrow. Just like yeah, yeah, like right off the eyebrow. It's just this, and he's completely bald. He's completely bald. One hundred percent like big Mister Clean. Yeah. you know, slap him on the head, bald. And it's not like he, it's like a long lock of hair coming off. Like I said off of his head. It's right. stapled to the mask. To the mask, and it's just in the corner. Yeah, and it's just. <laughs> Just one side of your and face. It's like is pretty. three feet long. <laughs> yeah. It's it's the stupidest looking thing. I how did he take this guy seriously with that? I don't know. <laughs> what really blows my mind is how well it stays on. Yeah, that too. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna get ripped off, but it just stays this whole movie. I wonder how many times those assholes had to stamp it back on. <laughs> so uh either way, it's just ridiculous and comical looking. In no way, shape is this thing scary. Um Anyway, so Jonah, he has this large bowie knife and a mallet in his hands. 
and he just walks up to the girls. But he's, he's, but I like, I like this scene a bit, you know, because she's really? tied down. Okay. It's set in the mood. It's shot. It's dark, but it's lit up enough that you can see. He's banging on the car with the mallet and causing intimidation. She's freaking out. He's like smacking her, like near her head, but not hitting her head. She's freaking out. But then, like you said, he just comes up behind her and just slits her throat. And it's a pretty good shot. It's not a bad effect. It's a good effect. No, this effect, it's it's okay. It, it's not. We've definitely seen worse. This throat slitting is pretty solid here. Slits her throat. But that's not that's not it. That's not good enough because that alone would kill her. But then he just starts smashing her face in with the mallet. Um, and that's it. And we cut to a group. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We cut to a group of models, and they're in, like, the green room where they're getting ready for an audition, which is being held in an incredibly dark room that looks like the aging house of, like, a Jack Daniels distillery. Uh, like, first of all, why this room is so goddamn dark, I don't know, because if you're trying to audition models, you're going to want to see them. And you can't see them in, like, a dark-ass room. Or the only light is like shining on these old wooden barrels that are stacked up like a distillery. I don't understand the logic behind this at all. Um, and it really, in my mind, just makes this uh, quote unquote audition or whatever the fuck this thing is very creepy and suspect. <laughs> like, what are they doing here? Um, but these models are acting like it's like the biggest thing in their lives. Like, this is the, a big deal. Um, and then we cut to a close-up shot of two fat guys talking on Skype. And one of those fat guys bum, is bum, bum, bum. none other than horrible horror Hall of Famer, Sean C. Phillips, who's basically just playing himself here. I mean, that's yeah. exactly what he's doing. He is playing himself. He's exactly. Playing himself. He's playing cool duder. Cool duder. There he is. And uh, the other guy is... And who does he mention in the conversation? He mentions... Uh, well, let's get that. The other guy's name is Bo. That's the other yeah, character. That's, the, that's so the character, yeah. Bo is trying to pitch Sean the script idea he's working on and wanting to get Sean uh, on board to be in the movie and do it. And, and Sean's all for it. Sean's all for it. And this is when, during the conversation, Sean mentions that he can get a hold of a fellow Hall of Famer, Ron Jeremy, <laughs> since they've done movies together in the past. It's so awesome. It's so, yeah. It's just like, yes. yes. <laughs> this is right in our wheelhouse. It's, yeah, I, I had no idea. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I, I can't believe this is happening again. Um, so Bo's plan now is to use his Aunt Faye's modeling agency to get models for the movie just so they can see their tits. That's, I mean, he even yeah. says that. I just want to see their tits. Yeah, he's just like, we're going to see their boobs. Yeah. He's like, all right. <laughs> you know, they seem like totally And he's in shot, which when Bo says, we can see their boobs or their tits or something like that, you see Sean Phillips, he's like, nine said real fast. And you see like his fat double chin, he's like <laughs> flopping around. He's like, yeah. He is so excited. <laughs> um, So Sean tells Bo, that Bo will need the money to fly Ron, Jeremy, and himself out to be in this film. And that's when Aunt Faye calls. And she wants Bo to basically drive her four best girls up to some f weekend photo shoot. Uh, and Bo says, you know what, I'll do it, but you're going to have to pay me $500. And she's like, okay, fine, whatever. So that's how he's going to get his money for the movie. So now we jump to a beach, which is really fucking weird. Right. Like, where Faye is telling her top four girls about this weekend photo shoot. This scene is so bizarre. And it's so fucking weird. Like, 
Can we talk? Why are they on a beach? What? What? They're lined up. Yeah, they're like, like they're about to go on a yeah. like they're about to go on assignment or go do something like like an audition or physically active, and she's just telling them. You guys are going out for the weekend. Yeah. You're doing a great job. Why would you line them up on the beach? I, know, I was like, this seems like something you could tell them over the phone. Or, or even if you had a meeting. in the office. Right. But it's like, why are you on a beach just staying? <laughs> it's not even like they're lounging around very casual. They're staying there shoulder to shoulder. Like at attention. Yes. It's like, she's a joke. It's like, this is so stupid. It makes zero sense. I can't get over how ridiculous this scene is. It was so weird. <laughs> it reminded me of... Um, uh, what was that movie we saw where there was a reality TV show, guys, um, uh, and they were on the tarmac about to go into the, the reality. like Playing with dolls. Playing with dolls. Love. That was it. Yeah. It was like almost that scene. Like, it you're all really lining is. up, like, about to, like, they're about to embark on some major mission or yeah. something was going to happen. They're about but to go now, through the Stargate or they're something. Just hearing, they're just hearing about what they're going to do. Yeah. It's like, here's what you're going to do this weekend. I don't get Like, why the beach? Just call them on the phone. Say, hey, you're going on this photo shoot. All right, be here at this time. Uh, I need a drink. <laughs> so, uh. but yeah, they're just staying around aimlessly on the beach. Um, and we meet. The money man by name is George Sanders and the photographer Brody. George is a meanest character. You never see him again. Shit actor, Why is he too. even fucking there? Who yeah, knows? Um, yeah. Like, I, he, I thought he'd be like a pervy weirdo, but he wasn't really a pervy weirdo. No. Or I thought he'd be at least serious, but he kind of like made innuendo. Hey, let's like, he, he's just a, he's really the most useless, useless stupid character. Yeah, like, there's just, no point for him to be no. there. Unless he was like a friend of the director, and just hey, you know, I'm gonna be here. Stand I wanna, here. I want to be in it. Yeah, I want to be in it. Um, I paid a thousand dollars. I want to be in it. So, Faye, <laughs> Faye introduces uh, three of their her girls to their newest signee, the newest girl, Marley. Now, let's talk about these models for a second because these are our main characters. Uh, the blonde, we have the blonde model Brooke, and the big titty brunette. Uh, they're both cute. They're cute girls, and they're fairly good looking. You know. Uh, and the new girl, Marley, she's she's pretty. She's got a great body. But, like, the main girl, or the girl supposed to be, like, the star model for this agency, Jess, looks like Seabiscuit. She, she is Whoa, not. No, the main girl is the new one. The new. No, I, she, she becomes the main girl. But at this time, she Marley is the new girl. But So I'm saying before uh, okay, okay. the new girl. The, the big girl that before Molly showed up was is this Jess girl who looks like Sea Biscuit to me, or like she's not a top model at all. I I'm mean, sorry. she's just got a real big nose. She's got That's... A, and and some horse teeth, man. Her teeth are huge. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm thinking she might be a member of the tribe. I don't know, but she's just got a big old nose, giant nose, yeah. giant teeth, and yeah. she's scrawn. Yeah, she's. But I mean, she, she's to me, still... she's the least attractive of all the girls in this movie. Agreed. But still not a bad-looking person. I'm not saying she's hideous, but I'm saying these are supposed to be models, and you're saying she's my top girl. They even say that. In one scene. Like, she's our top girl. She's our biggest attract. She is not. <laughs> she, <laughs> this is a really bad modeling right. agency. Um, so Faye tells them to have a good weekend, and that we just then we just jump to the girls that are in some building now talking about who's going to fuck Brody the photographer <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> what the hell was having them? The point of the scene on the beach, then, like, why? It doesn't make any sense. You could have had this scene in the building. Faye could have walked away, and then he said, "Okay, hey, who's gonna fuck the photographer?" You don't need two different locations. And then, as soon as they have this conversation about who's gonna fuck the photographer, they leave the building, and that's the end of the scene. You never see this location again. Right? What is that? I it, 
it's just a stupid bad filmmaking. I, I don't get it. Well, it was wasted. You know, yeah, just it's like, like just it's like they have wasted motion. It's like, like hey, we really want to use this lobby floor, so we'll figure out ways. But just why not just have that whole combine those two scenes into one scene and be done with it? Yeah, I, I, that just I don't know. Anyway, so Brooke and Asia, Asia's the big boobied. Goddamn, she's got some big old boobies. Um, um, they both say they're not interested in fucking Brody. Uh, Asia turns out to be a lesbian. Um, so Jess is all happy about it because she gets Brody for herself. And the three of them leave. That's the whole scene, like we said. It's pointless, retarded. So we cut to Marley, who's in Faye's office, where she's told by Faye and George that she's going to be the new face of the modeling agency. Faye has her giant titted assistant show Marley out. Uh, and that's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this assistant well, has, like, fucking crazy eyes, dude. Yeah, like, she does. I swear she wants to either fuck Marley or kill her and then fuck her. Or she has no soul. Or Yeah, or no yeah. soul. I mean, She just has no soul. She's just, <laughs> this is how humans act. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and at this point, we learn that Marley and Jess are supposed to be best friends. Um, Marley leaves Faye. Uh, leaves and Faye and George gush over how much money they're gonna make off Marley. Um, Marley's hot. Yeah, Marley, she's the best yeah. girl. She's hot. Her body's amazing. Um, and then George says to Faye that they better pray that nothing happens to Marley's pretty face this weekend at the photo shoot. Dun dun dun. Right. Yeah. And that's it. You never see George again. <laughs> so the girls, they all meet up with Bo and Brody. They have lunch. They talk. They chit chat. Whatever. And they're overheard by... Yeah, they're eating at a diner. At a diner. They're sitting down eating at a diner, and they're all, like, playing, like, oh, who's going to see me naked? Ah, they're, like, playing flirty talk or whatever. And it, some people overhear them, and they, they're like, oh, sorry. It's like, we overheard you saying you're going to go to this, this candy camp. Yeah, up to the camp. Uh, and this is Ari Lehman and this and his wife, in this, or at least his character's wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ari warns that, kid, of course, like, don't go up there. That's bad. Don't go there. Dude, his voice. <laughs> I know. It's so weird. <laughs> his voice is like, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. It's so weird. It's such a weird choice. He's it's kind of like, have you ever watched, like, from, like, on PBS, there's, like, From the Garden with Alan Smith. He's like this gay southerner who's not quite gay, but he's definitely gay. Okay. You know, but he's from the South, so he can't come out. Or at least back in the 80s. He's been around forever. <laughs> okay. So Colin talks like this, and I'm Alan Smith from the garden. And this guy says, <laughs> you guys don't want to go up there. That's going to be trouble. You know, like, his yeah. voice is like this southern, feminine. Yeah. Like, and he's got, like, long curly with like, like permed hair and then, like a, a crazy handlebar mustache which like which like upturns yeah. and, turn, and then like a pointy goatee it is he, insane looking in this movie and, and it that talks voice. like he's just gonna have a good old time with his <laughs> his fishing partner chuck you know <laughs> like not that there's anything wrong with that but it's just such a no, weird thing. Yeah, it, it totally caught me off guard, too. It's like, what? Yeah, and his wife is this big titty bimbo. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, no, they no. like complete opposite. Right. It's like, no way. <laughs> he looks like he should be sucking dick at a truck stop. <laughs> and she should be at the next door strip club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. That's awesome. Yeah, I love it. 
Uh, anyway, the group, main group leaves. One of the girls leaves her purse behind, and Ari finds it, and you know that's basically the scene. Now, they, uh, <laughs> well, look, she left her purse behind. <laughs> He's like petting it. We need to warn him. Yeah, because yeah, we we forgot to mention that they're they're like, oh yeah, you shouldn't go up there because bad things are gonna happen. But they didn't they didn't go into it. They didn't. They, yeah, you know, like the wife stopped them from telling the story. Then he finds the purse, and he's like, maybe we should give it back. Maybe we should tell him. Yeah. Um, so the main group, they arrive at the campground. They check in at the main house, uh, the main desk slash house. And the campground is run by the family we saw earlier. Um, now, we're going to skip ahead a little bit. Uh, Tiny has enters this old abandoned house. Um, uh, that yeah, has yeah no- we're at the campground, and these houses, there's like – a couple houses or cabins, just random. Yeah, it, like, this location is kind of weird. It's strange. It's like more like a f- someone's property. It's basically than just a like someone's campground. farmhouse they're right, filming on. Right, it's right, not an actual campground. But it's old and you know yeah. dilapidated. And Tiny walks in, and yeah, she walks up to this house that has not one, not two, but three fucking couches sitting on the front porch. It's, it's the most white trash thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Like, there should be, like, an old truck on cinder blocks in front of this right. house. <laughs> I love that. I, I noticed it, but it didn't quite click until you mentioned it. <laughs> this is like the plaza of white yeah. trash here. Look, I got three couches on the front porch. So inside, she finds some human bones. Um, this scares her. She runs out of the house and right into Jonah. Well, basically, she's like, picks her up and carries her off like she. And, dude, my buddy. first reaction when I see this happen... It was like she she walks in, she sees human bones on the floor, and she runs away like she's scared. Yeah. And she runs right into the killer. Yep. And I'm like, run, little girl, run. (laughs) And she just kind of smiles. He scoops her up, puts them on his shoulder, and they're like, they're off to, you know, have a good old time. Have a picnic in the park or something. Who knows? Yeah. So uh, we cut to Brody and Jess. They're getting ready to do a photo shoot. Up comes Marley wanting to borrow Jess's phone. Brody tells Jess that he's not feeling her outfit and wants her to put on something more earthy. Now, keep in mind, she's wearing, like, a light denim shirt, short jean booty shorts with boots. Pretty, I, I mean, it's pretty... for this pretty country to pretty me. Pretty country earthy to me, yeah. Like earthy? I was expecting her to come back in, like, Duck Dynasty, like, camouflage yeah, or something. Yeah, so she goes like, off the change. Like, how earthy do you want to get? Yeah. Uh, she goes off the change. Brody does a quick solo shoot with Marley. Jess comes back in in record time for being out in the middle of fucking nowhere, <laughs> leaves to go change, and comes back in like five seconds. <laughs> Not even 20 seconds. And apparently to them, more earthy means a black and leopard print mini dress. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently that's more earthy. And this thing is like a goddamn cocktail dress. Like this is something you go out to the club in. There's nothing earthy or simple about this. He's thing. Like, oh yeah, that's better. <laughs> you think it's really gonna t- like really catch the essence of this Midwest farm? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he takes a picture of the two of them with his really shitty camera. This guy's like the worst photographer ever. Like, Grande do say, "Oh, this is the first time shooting models." He's normally a nature guy, but still, he has he has one. Old dinky like old school digital camera. That's it. No, no reflectors. No crew. He no. had one reflector. He showed one, it. One. He, he had one it. reflector, 
And like, let's keep that in mind. If this is a big Miley Angel, there's going to be a crew of people on these shoots. There's going to be makeup artists. There's going to be a photo photographer's assistants. There's going to be all sorts of people. There's going to be more than uh, one, one guy, guy. A guy with one camera. And a dry fat guy. And, and a fat guy just hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> And the models aren't gonna be sleeping in fucking tents. They're gonna be come on. God damn it! I am so sick of being in tents and out in the woods. I just want to watch a movie that gets us out of the woods. And we did one. We did Ghoulies Three, but it's lost. <laughs> so, um, so Brody's like, "Hey, stay here. I'm gonna go find a new location." Uh, now we cue montage of Brody taking various pictures of all the different girls. Um, during this, Sea Biscuit, aka Jess, she flashes Brody her tits. Even though earlier she said I wouldn't couldn't be caught dead, be, being topless in Bo's movie, but I'm gonna flash my tits on film for the photographer. Well, well, okay, I thought about that too. I really did. Uh, the thought is, is that it's like if she goes on the film and it's you know published and put out as a movie, and she's but she's just flashing tits at him. He's not taking pictures, or if he does, he he's not gonna publish them. For his own private little spank bang collection. All right. But, that was, so because I, I was with you, I was like, oh, but I was like, eh. I kind of broke right. it down a little bit. All right, I'll bring. I'll, I'll uh. come back on that one. Um. Anyway, so Bo pops up out of nowhere. Just yells out, "Pie time!" <laughs> takes his shirt off, jumps in the lake. <laughs> it's so weird. Like picture, picture, picture. Vogue, Vogue, Vogue. Party time! <laughs> Just fat dude with no shirt. Party time! And he like waddles himself he, into the lake. <laughs> like you thought he'd go running in. Yeah. And he just like he like scampers like a toddler. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Arms up in the air. Yeah. But he's taking these baby steps. Yeah. <laughs> all the girls are laying out in a row. In a row. They all sit up at the same time and all go yay and, and go they, splash and yep. play in the water as well. Yeah. It and we get really mo- weird. More mo- yeah mo- more montage of girls Very splashing in the water. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we go back to the farmhouse where the family's having dinner. Uh, Tiny wants to know why Mama doesn't talk to Jonah anymore. This leads to an argument over whether or not Jonah's really dead. Uh, the parents insist that Jonah is dead and that and Tiny, of course, says he's alive and that she Ooh, saw him earlier. But this draws the oh, ire of dad. That's the wrong. Yeah, this pisses the dad <laughs> off. Like, <laughs> like wow. Uh, he just he loses his shit. He grabs <laughs> Tiny, drags her into another room where we hear the sounds. of <laughs> Yanks that little woman just, in there. He's spanking the shit or just beating the crap out and of her. Then right? just he just closes the door and, and it sounds like whack, macho whack, man whack. elbow drops off <laughs> yeah. the top rope. Just boom, boom, whack, whack, and she's screaming. And he's don't you ever say it. And then like the woman, they're just showing mom, mom yeah. in the kitchen, go looking fucking terrified, <laughs> just like oh my. Like, this is disturbing to watch. Like, we just watched a girl get her throat slit and all that stuff. Whatever. I'm like, I'm like bothered by this. It's like, it's like, it's like twofold. It's beating your child and it's a little person child. And a little person, too. Yeah. Um, so now we go back to the models, Brody and Bo. They're sitting around a campfire drinking out of tiny styrofoam cups. Uh, Molly brings up the couple from the diner. And right on cue, here they come right. out of fucking nowhere. Just, they just middle appear. of the night, they just appear at the campfire. Hey, uh, y'all. Hey, y'all. What, what you cooking? Can I get some of that? <laughs> they walk out of the dark and join the group. Um, the blonde woman, the Dude, wife. I just, I just thought of it. All right. The the family guy character. Uh, the gay, like the. Bryce? Bruce. 
Yeah, he's. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, Bruce. he's a lot like that. He's a lot like that. A Bruce. lot like that. <laughs> so Ari Lehman's wife um, tells the story of the candies, um, and that the father thought the son Jonah was possessed by demons, so he took a razor to Jonah's face, slicing it up, uh, and then the father shot the wife and Jonah, killing them both before shooting himself. That's that's the gist of it. But um, lots of people believe that Jonah was still alive yeah. because you could never find the body. Yeah, that's what Ari says, that he didn't die because he still roamed the land around his old family's house, um, or his family's old house. And the models basically laugh off the story. Ari and his wife leave. Uh, we next yeah, they're see just the, like, you know, they're like, fuck you. Like, that girl Asia was being a real bitch. Yeah, she was. She's like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you guys just trying to scare us. Fuck yeah. off. They came all the way, brought back this purse. purse yeah. And then they're actually just like, no, nah, we're not trying to scare you. We're just trying to warn you. And they're like, fuck, fuck off. Yeah. It's like, man, you guys are a bunch of bitches. Um, so we see Ari and his wife, Nectar, sitting in the car after leaving the campfire. <laughs> Ari's all freaked out about Jonah, and his wife tries to calm him down <laughs> by showing him her giant tits. <laughs> so retarded. He's just spooked the whole time. He's like, I want to get out of here. I don't like it. He's like, baby, just calm down. Why don't you just take it easy? And he's like, no, no, I want to get out of here. I want to get out of here. And he's like, I got two good reasons for you to stay. And whips out these giant fake tits. And then... All fear is lost. Yep. The power of the titties. The power of the titties. This is his wife. Yeah. This is a man who's probably slept with her multiple, multiple, multiple times. Yeah. To the point where it's like, no, almost a chore. Yeah. Not I saying mean, my life's like that. Bitch, no, just, you, bitch but, keep it in your shirt. We can fuck when we get out of the murderer's territory. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We're back on the safety of our house, miles away from the murdering maniac. Then I'll fuck you. God damn it. But Power uh the titties. Yeah. Uh but of course they start making out when <laughs> I know a skinned dead rabbit on a rope comes flying and, and lands on their windshield. That's a first. <laughs> that is a first. That's a first. Uh Ari <laughs> is like obviously made of plastic. Yeah, it's it's so like plastic. bouncing around. <laughs> It has no give to it. Yeah, it doesn't like there's no smla- uh like sl- like that flat. wet splat. Like, yeah, like, it just clunk, like, clunk clunk clunk. <laughs> Ari gets grabbed, pulled out the car through the driver uh door window. Uh and he's never seen never again. Never seen again. Uh then his wife's grabbed and pulled out of the car as well. Now we go to this old rundown barn where the wife's tied up and for some reason she's now pantless. Like her pants are just gone. But she's she's tied up like her each arm is tied up yeah. on her, so she's she's kind of like standing up, but her arms are stretched out and tied. Kind of like in the Da Vinci pose, if you will. Yeah, you know, a Vesuvius like man. Yes, yes, very good. Um, so Jonah enters, chokes her for a moment, uh, then shows her his face underneath the mask. Seeing this causes her to scream bloody murder. Uh, Jonah pulls out a large knife, starts slicing up her legs a bit. Yeah. Uh, it's very torture porny. Yeah, it, it gets it's yeah. very torture porn. It gets torture porny. Yeah. I've said it before. I know you don't like it. I'm not a big fan. I'm not that big of a fan either. It's like, eh, it just whatever. I it, um. So he slices her, and then he finds a slicer across the stomach, spilling out her poorly done intestines, and that's it. She's she's dead. Uh, and we go back to the models at the camp. Um, Jess is smoking a joint with Brody in in their in Brody's tent. Uh, after some crappy dialogue, Jess takes off her shirt, 
fucks Brody, but you don't see it. It's yeah, the one implied. person who shows her boobies in this whole movie is the least is attractive girl. Biscuit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then the wife. Oh yeah, well that was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's, they could have had some more boobies in here. Like, Asia should have been showing those. Big right? Boobies. Yeah. Oh, my God. Those things were so gigantic. Yeah. I was so, like, And they look f- natural, too. Not I was fake. so looking forward. I don't care they're fake either. I know, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care either, but I'm just saying it's, like, you know. Uh, I was just looking forward. I was like, okay. Because they, they kept playing up her boobs. Yeah. It's like, look how big these yeah, boobs are. Yeah, they, 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 they actually do, like, a close-up of her boobs and, like, the opening right. montage or, like, <laughs> the, during like, the audition. Oh, yeah, we're going to see those. Best. Nah. Yeah. Damn it. Um. So the next day, Asia and Bo go off on a walk together where they meet this random old woman in a golf cart who just drives up to him out of nowhere, just like, hey, guys. She's like, you going to Candyland? You got a death wish? You don't go to Candyland. And then just drives away with like her little dog on her lap in a golf cart. I barely understand what she was saying. Yeah. It, like, and she was, what's the point of this old woman? She, she was like 90. Yeah. <laughs> with a, like... This sun-beaten skin. Oh, leathery, I mean, yeah. Just, <laughs> I kind of loved her, though. Um, So, she drives away, and then, so Asian Bo come across this old barn. Of course, they head inside to check it out. Sure. Uh, just so happens that Tiny is in the barn, too. She watches him from the moment before she runs out of the barn, but Bo spots her, starts to go after her, yeah. but... Oh, but Bo sees goes, hey, hey look, a dwarf. <laughs> and he's so excited. He starts to chase her. It's like she's a leprechaun. Like, yes! I got to get her gold. That's what I was going to say. That's exactly what it's like. Let's catch that little bitch. Give me a pot of gold, dwarf. <laughs> he just, look, a dwarf. And he just starts running right after her. What an asshole. Uh, but he gets cut off by uh, uh, Jonah. Um, <laughs> who just he gets in front of him and is standing in front of Jonah like oh shit whack just hits him with a hammer he just screams Jonah hits both there with a hammer uh, knocking him out Jonah grabs Asia tosses her down and hits her four times in the head with a hammer full force full, like, like he's coming raising up he's a big dude he's a big dude he's raising up his head as a can coming down whack Whack! Yeah. Whack! Okay, it's four Whack. distinct blows, heavy blows. She's fucking dead. She, she yeah. Anybody would be dead. She should be fucking mush faced, mm-hmm. fucking broken skull all over. Yeah, like um, just dead. Yeah, I totally agree. It's just <laughs> mush face and what. Uh, so we cut to the blonde model Brooke doing a photo shoot with Brody. Uh, afterwards, they share a smoke. They talk. Um, Brody says they thinks it's creepy that there's no one, no one else ever seems to come out here. That they're all alone out in this this location. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, we jump right back to the barn where Asia is tied up and screaming. Who like we just like should be mush face. It's yeah. just nothing but her head should be pudding. Uh, it, yeah, there should be like it's, we're t- we're talking like. You know, Negan wailing on Glenn, yeah. kind of nothing left. It like, really, yeah, it's bad. Like just, he, it should be destroyed. Yeah, there should be nothing left. But her mouth is pried open by one of those weird, like dentist. But it's like a arca- It's like an archaic one. You know, it's like an old. It's stainless steel. I'm just saying, it's, holds, one, it's yeah. one of those weird things. And like, it holds the mouth, mouth open, open so a dentist or an orthodontist yeah. can get in and do some work. So. Yeah. You know, it just looks weird. Yeah, it does. But like I said, this, she should be fucking dead. 
Um, and she's got like a little cut. And just, yeah, just and tiny, all, just tiny her. little cut, and she's completely with yeah, it. Yeah, just a little bit of blood on the forehead coming down her face, and she's fine from four fucking hammer blows to the head. Like, full on. Um, Jonah uses a blowtorch now to heat up the end of like this wooden pole, and then takes the heated up end and presses it up against Asia's eyes, basically killing her. Just burns her eyes out yeah. with this. <sighs> Uh, I, I don't know it. how I feel about this scene. You know, it's it's kind of like, ooh, it's kind of creepy and stuff. But at the same time, I don't know how hot it would be. That moist, uh, that soft, soft, eye hole soft eye hole would probably do, you know, put out, like, it'd take a long time to do some damage. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't, like, on fire. <laughs> and it, it wasn't, like, a red-hot poker. No, if it was metal that would heat up, it was, like, wood that was kind of. And he heated up for, like. 30 seconds. Yeah, like, I don't think you it, know, it yeah, I think like, it would hurt, but I don't think it but, would kill her either. Like, yeah. blind her, but I don't think it would kill her. Because he didn't, like, impale her through the skull. Right. It's like, I understand it's low budget. I give him credit for being kind of unique. I did, too. I was like, oh, that's okay. That's yeah. a unique creative, it's a pretty, but it's a I don't know if it would fully kill her. Move. Uh, I just would have maybe, you, you could have done something, just have, like, a hot, poker on the you know on there for a long time yeah or something along those lines or you know the sticks a little bit heated up for a minute or two <laughs> I, I i appreciate it i just think they could have even with the low budget they could have probably done yeah it they could have they tweaked a little bit to make yeah, it a little more yeah, impact yeah. yeah i, I mean, agree we're nitpicking but yeah um that's what we do come on so we go back to the family house the father's looking for tiny uh and he goes into her room goes through her stuff and he finds her journal course he reads through it and he reads an entry that says how much tiny wishes jonah would just kill her father and he also finds the driver's license of the missing sister who we saw murdered in the beginning of the movie back at the barn bo slapped awake by tiny she tells bo to run before he ends up like her points over to asia's dead body bo screams runs off <laughs> you twisted little midget <laughs> <laughs> And runs away. And, of course, he got hit in the face with a fucking hammer yeah, also. And he's got a small cut. Small cut, yeah. I mean, he's bleeding, but it's like, shit. Yeah. Uh, so more photo shoot scenes, this time with Marley, while Jess is seen, starting to get jealous in the background from all the attention Marley's getting. Uh, while that's going on back at the family house, uh, the father confronts Tiny about the missing girl's license. He ends up smacking her around as Jonah watches through a window. Again, pissed off. B takes it out on the little person yeah. and his daughter. Jesus. Um, the father hears a noise, looks up just to see, uh, time to see Jonah coming at him. We fade to black, fade in on the father, tied up in a chair. Tiny tells her father that this is Jonah. Jonah then smashes the father's kneecaps with a hammer, then cuts off one of the father's fingers with a knife. To which the father replies, is that all you got? Yeah, he's like, fuck, dude. Yeah, like, really? <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so finally Jonah just kills him by slicing his throat with a machete. Um, all the while, Tiny just watches with a smile on her face. Yeah, and it's like he's you could, he kills him, but then you, you see he's still like sawing. He's sawing yeah. So he's like sawing his head. You can tell he's sawing, he's trying to saw his head off. Yeah. And Tiny's loving it. Yeah. She's, <laughs> Um. So we go, we jump to Brody Brooke and Marley, they're sitting at a picnic table waiting for Bo and Asia to get back. Bo returns ranting and raving about Asia being dead, a midget, and an ogre in a barn. Uh, no one wants to believe him, of course. They all argue over it for a bit. 
Jess thinks this is all bullshit and tells Mari to come with her to go find Asia. God damn this scene. Let's go yeah. back a little bit. All right, let's back it up. Here then. comes fucking Bo out of the good <laughs> fucking woods. Help! I need help! Overruns, you know, photographer to help out. He's like, what's going on, man? He sees that he's been hit in the head with a fucking hammer. Yeah, he's bleeding. He's like, she's dead. She's been dead. She's, her eyes have been burned out. Oh, my God, she's dead. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why don't you have a seat? And we're going to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> okay. He just goes, all right. And just casually sits down at the lakeside. Just, I'm talking like, just laid back. <laughs> most, most relaxed <laughs> motherfucker you've ever seen. Not, yeah. Okay. Don't mind that you, you just escaped from a being murdered after seeing like, you know, one of his girlfriends or friends being killed. Yeah. He makes an escape. And he just casually kicks it on the bank <laughs> while they discuss it. I know, with his head bleeding. He's just I mean, God down, like, what? damn, this, there's no reality. <laughs> None. None. I mean, even for a horror movie, you got to stretch it. I get it. You kind of have to play. But fuck, this guy just relaxed like he's just. I know. Like, he's the like director make, fucked up here. The director's like, you know what? He's on yeah. vacation. Yeah. Like, you, you're like, it's like the director said, you know what? Just sit here and appreciate the, the pretty nature sunset. Yeah. No, he should be like, you know what? Pace around in the background. You, you need to act worried and upset, even though yeah. we're not focused on you. Be in the background. Look concerned. Look worried and because like, you're afraid they're not going to believe you, and yeah. you're trying to explain this incredible <laughs> situation and how how fucked up it is. And nah. Now, <laughs> <laughs> um. So Bo, of course, he's like, I want to leave now. Uh, but Brooke tells him to wait a bit longer, which is so bullshit because Brooke even tells Bo that, Hey, I believe you about what you said happened. Yeah. Which is fine. That's fine and all. But if you believe him, why would you want to sit around and wait and do nothing? Wouldn't you want to get the fuck out of Dodge and go get help or re- at least report Asia's missing at least? Like, do something? Like, I believe you, but let's just sit here for right now and do nothing. <laughs> let's just wait. Yeah. And God damn it. And again, I, I know we mentioned it earlier, but no cell phone reception. I'm really yeah. tired of that old chestnut. Um, I'm really getting tired of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. This I, this movie was made with 2013. I mean, me. That's getting tough to explain away. Yeah, it's, that's it's, get, that's getting pretty fucking tough to explain away. Um, like maybe 2008, you know. But fuck. <laughs> uh. Anyway, yeah. Brody, Jess, and Mara they head off together to look for um Asia. Uh, leaving Bo and Brooke behind. Uh, Jess and Marley now have magically changed clothes in the 10 seconds they were off screen. That's what they do. They were like, hey, all right, we're all together. Let's go look for uh, Asia. Quick cut to them walking away. Completely new outfits. Poof. In in a matter of like, yeah, snap your finger, new clothes. (laughs) It's it's ridiculous. Continuity error or just uh, costume change. Or just like their models, they're out on the yeah. Let's just change your clothes. Yeah, but it's like, hey, we our, our friend might be dead or missing, or you yeah, know, you're but, right. Wait, this is, that was a complete we, fuck. We, up. we need to, uh, <laughs> but we need to change our clothes first. That's more important. You're right. Um, so uh, they come to the, this an old like standalone garage. It's kind of a detached uh, building. Uh, Jess refuses to go inside while Marley heads in by herself. Inside, Marley sees something in an old car that causes her to run out of the building, hand over her mouth. Runs out of there like Carl Lewis in a sprint. Jesus Christ. She takes off and doesn't 
fucking no. stop. So Brody and Jeff's going to see what upset Marley, and they find Asia's dead body in the front seat of a car, slumped over the steering wheel. Why? Yeah, why? When we just saw in the barn, like I. So I don't that means know. the killer would have to pick her up, move her, take there. her to a completely separate building, yeah, and place her in the automobile. Yeah, it's really weird. Like that doesn't make any sense. Why yeah, not just? Was... They could have just gone to the barn. Like right? Bo's like, hey, we were in a barn. Go look for this barn. And they go, okay, well, there's the barn Bo was talking about. That would have made way more sense. Yeah, this, I agree. This is just, it's like another excuse. Like, hey, we have this old barn or garage. Let's use it. Well, well, how are we going to use it? Well, let's put the body in there. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense, though. Right. There's no, so, um, now, like Aaron said, this is why, like, Marley is hauling ass through the woods. She is fucking gone. I mean, this scene, I like this scene. Yeah, like she is hauling ass, and I, this is where I had to say, like, God damn, this girl's body is amazing. Because you see it in all of its, like, like, Emotion, ath- like yeah. athletic glory. I mean, glory. her stomach is tight and, and, and sexy. Like, her legs are, like, perfect. Her, her, she is, she her is body is, like, running her ass off. Yeah. And it's like they have scene after scene after scene of her running. Like, it's good camera work, yeah. too. Like, there's it's not a scene bad. where she's, like, running through the woods and they're r- keeping alongside of her. The camera's not wiggling all weird. Well, it's, it's a steady, it's, it's a steady, steady well, they but did from a, a distance. And, yeah. It was really well it's done. It's fine. Uh, but I, this is where I, like, I fell in love with this girl's body. Like, I, I got to keep saying it, but it's, like, one of the most perfect bodies I've ever seen. Um, So, Marcia good on liked, you. liked her. Marsha liked her. I did. Um, anyway, she ends up running past Jonah, who was kind of lurking in the woods with an axe. Uh, he ends up fouling her as she slows down uh, to a walk, and then she takes a breather by leaning up against a tree, and we just cut away. So we're like, okay, he's on her tail. Yeah. She's next. And we cut back to Jess and Brody. They're heading back to the uh, the camp. Uh, when they get back, they find Brooke and Bo out in the <laughs> lake in a small rowboat. Just out in the middle of the lake. Just like in- you know, sipping on wine, having crackers, chilling. Yeah, just like the director's like, enjoy the scenery. Yeah. He's like, well, I got this bottle of white. And I got this, like, uh, pretty rare cheese. So, yeah. you know, so the only crackers I have, though, are Ritz. <laughs> we'll make the best of it, baby. Uh, but Bo's like, hey, the killer can't get us out here in the lake. Pretty good logic. Which, yeah, I'd say, which isn't really the worst idea. Like, yeah. it's not that bad. Like, yeah, okay, good point. Yeah. But Bro- Brody's like, you're a fucking idiot. Get back to shore. This was weird. This was weird because Brody goes, he, he, he goes, there's a canoe. Get back to shore. Yeah. Like, the they turkey. actually shot, the, they like panned over the canoe. Yeah. Like, why didn't you use the canoe? Get back to shore. Like, why would you even say that? I think it's implying that you're not that because the killer could just take this canoe and row out to you as well, but well, you're still, still safe because you're going to see, see him, him coming along. Getting a canoe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I got to start with Bo. Like, it's not the worst idea. <laughs> yeah, it's not. I mean, I liked it. It wasn't bad. Um, so, basically, uh, they all meet up back on shore. Bo wants to get in the cars and leave. Jess refuses to leave without Marley, storms off to find her. Fucking bitch. Brody tells Bo and Brooke to go ahead and leave in the car. That once they get back to the road, call Dude, for a, help. That's a tough sentence. Brody told Bo and Brooke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and once they get back to the main road, call for help while Brody goes after Jess. So apparently there's like a distinctive like force field where cell phone reception just gets cut off. 
Like once it the road it works, but once you go past the road, apparently there's nothing. Go find cell reception. Yeah, it's like, yeah go out on an adventure, guys. Yeah. Um, so Bo and Brooke drive off, but they don't make it too far before the car just dies and won't start back up. Like they make it like twenty feet. Yeah, it really seems. <laughs> they like really nothing. do. Yeah, they make it like twenty feet. Uh, Brooke tells him to pop the hood that she used to work on cars with her brothers. Uh, she fixes the car, but right as she closes the hood. And turns to get back she in. She closes the hood, gives a smiling thumbs up, <laughs> double thumbs up, like, yay! Yay! I did it! And then who comes out from behind? Jonah comes out of nowhere with a fucking chainsaw. With a fucking chainsaw. And just chainsaws her to death. And it's like chainsaw fucking. Yeah, it you really know, is. He's holding it down by his crotch, and she's going, wah, 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 just taking it like a dead fish. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess <laughs> it's supposed to be more like going into her stomach. stomach. Like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. But again, we have another instance here of like, the chainsaw just magically starts up with no. We, there's we no. J- you, we just saw Jonah with the axe stalking the Marley. Marley. Yeah. We just saw that less than five minutes ago. Yeah. We. Yeah. I mean, and then he's got a he's got a chainsaw. A chainsaw. And he's at the campsite, which I guess is maybe a push button chainsaw because I don't think those exist. But it's like it's just it's he he doesn't come up. With it running. He's not, like, you don't hear the as he comes, approaches him. He just pops up like a ninja, and then all of a sudden, it's just started going, and, and going. Yeah. It's like, people forget how chainsaws work in movies. <laughs> like, it, god damn it. Um, so. He thunderfucks her with a chainsaw. Yeah. And she's dead. So, Bo freaks out, which rightfully should, and drives off. It, drives off in reverse. We go back to Jess and Brody in the woods looking for Marley. They decide to split up to cover more ground before the sun goes down, and we all know how that always ends up. Um, So Jess ends up at the old candy house, the one with the three couches on the porch. (laughs) Redneck Riviera. (laughs) Inside, she finds Tiny, who's just standing there, not answering any of Jess's questions. Jess so tries she to, decides to go assault the, the, yeah, she's the like, little person, too. She tries to grab her, like, shake her, like, why would you talk to me? But she's knocked out from behind by Jonah. With a fucking hammer. Another hammer. Dude, it's hammer time. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Can't touch this. Uh, <laughs> night falls, and we find Jess tied up screaming in a bathtub. Uh, we go back to Bo, who's still driving around. So this guy must have been driving for hours in the middle of a field. They showed it in dark. It was. It was like. It was bright. The, the sun was going down, but it wasn't dark. It was. I would, it wasn't even, even going down yeah, when they left. It was it getting was, close to going down. It was maybe three in the afternoon. <laughs> maybe four. Maybe four. Regardless. Yeah. It was very bright. Very bright. And now it's pitch black. Pitch black. <laughs> he should be miles oh, away. Oh, he should be the next fucking county over, man. <laughs> miles away. Yeah, he should be gone, but he's still around apparently. Um, so uh, he so he comes across Marley running up towards him. How far has she been running? <laughs> exactly, Jesus Christ! <laughs> She's so he's driving and she comes running like, why does what? What? It's <laughs> <laughs> <is> amazing. <laughs> What an athlete! <laughs> she should be like gold medal marathon running to enter in the Olympics, man. She, yeah, because because prefontaining. Well, the logic of just the sun and driving away, <laughs> even if you're doing ten miles an hour, yeah. he's, he's got at least be twenty miles at, at ten miles an hour, and she's just boom, 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 boom. she's ahead of him. She, yeah, she's he, ahead. he catches up with her. 
he catches up with her. Fuck. She's just ripping and roaring, man. I love her. I love her, too. Uh, she gets in the car crying. Bo now manages to get a signal on his phone, so he calls for help. But who does he call? You. Not the fucking police. Not that's the for army, sure. Not a detective. Not even his mom. No, he calls his goddamn Aunt Faye and leaves a voice message to send help to the lake. Are you fucking kidding me? That's like, the worst. This makes zero. Of all the things, this might be the most nonsensical, stupidest thing in this whole movie. And they even mention it. Yeah. She even says, why aren't you calling the police? And he just ignores her. Like, why in the blue fuck would you call your aunt instead of 911? This is just shitty writing at its finest. It's really, at least they acknowledge it, but still, like, why? But why would you even, like, this- why would this be even his first impulse? Like, and no person should his first instinct, oh, I need to call my aunt. No, I need to call the fucking cops first. I'll call my aunt later if, if I survive Marley this. or whatever, I would start just punching him in the yeah. face. Like, Give me that phone, you dumb bastard. Punch him in the nuts, take the phone. Yeah. I agree with that. Uh, meanwhile, Brody has now found his way to the candy house. Even though we originally saw him going opposite directions that Jess did when they split up. So, But somehow he has now come back this way. So, again, makes zero sense. Uh, he's about to go inside when he's forced to hide in between the couches on the porch when Jonah comes out of the house and walks by him. But after he go- leaves, uh, Brody goes in, finds Jess tied up in the and bloody in the bathtub. He gets her down, helps her out of the tub, um, and now he says, stay here while I go get help. Jesus. Again, are you fucking kidding me? How? Why? She's she's mm. hurt. She's limping. Okay, she's got to weigh like 115 pounds. Barely. She's the skinniest, strongest. And yeah, he's not the biggest guy, but he can help her. Throw her along. on the shoulder yes. and go. That's 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 my first thought. I'd be like, well, just chuck her over your shoulder yeah. and get get. I mean, going. first, you just saw the killer leave. You know he's in the vicinity and nearby, and he's most likely going to come back because this is his house. <laughs> so why would you leave her there? Just get the fuck out. It's like, nope, stay here. Oh, yeah. And what does he do when he goes to find help? He tries to fucking call people on yep. his phone. Yep. After we well established that this is a dead zone. Yep. You're not getting any service. He goes outside to try to get a signal. But Fuck you, Brody. And he keeps walking further away to try, you know, oh, maybe I'll get another just, 20 just feet. Going, He'll give me a signal. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Uh, Jess gets up, slowly makes her way to the front of the door. She opens it up to leave, but dun, dun, dun. There's Jonah. He grabs her by the throat and it's like really awkwardly like, Forces her up the stairs. Yeah, it's a it really awkward looking really scene. Really strange. It's like he's got his hand around her neck and he pushes her against the ch- stairs, but then he like steps up towards her and she just kind of like scoots herself back. Like one step at a time. Yeah, yeah, like they just, he. but the whole time he's holding her neck and she's slowly, he's walking and she's scooting back. Yeah, it, like they're helping each like, other. Like she's yeah. like, it, it's really awkward and bad. It does not look good at all. I, 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 I don't know how I feel about it. I thought it was kind of neat like it, my my thought is maybe he was like giving her that chance of maybe she feels like she might get away but then he takes a step forward that that i didn't get that at all i thought there was just shitty cinematography and a bad director's choice i i think maybe that's what they were going for but it wasn't well done you know i think he was just 
Oh, somehow so get up the trying stairs. Trying to, like, you know, drag her up the stairs by her throat. How, how, how can we do it? Well, this is the only way we can do it because... You don't want to hurt anybody. Yeah, don't hurt. I, it, I, I just think it was a shitty choice and just yeah. poorly done. But anyway, uh, so... Blah, 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 where was I? Anyway, meanwhile, like, Tani pops up, tells Brody that Jonah doesn't like pretty people, and tells him that he's going to die, and then Tiny just walks yeah. off. Yeah, dude, fuck Brody. This is so <laughs> ridiculous. Like, he has, he's a shit actor. I mean, he's got, like, oh, yeah. no inflection, no change in his face expressions. No, none. no, no, like, subtle, like, god damn it. You see this little person who's just obviously here at the house, and she knows who this is, and, and she says something fucking creepy and weird. He's like, whatever, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just can't be bothered. He's too fucking cool for school. He's like, whatever. Uh, yeah. Dick. <laughs> He's not like, who are you? What do you mean? What do you mean? Can yeah. you help me? Yeah. You know, just. Uh, uh. Yeah. He His acting is, is atrocious. Just flips his hair back. Or whatever, uh, whatever, dude. So Brody goes back into the house now, heads upstairs where he finds Jonah scalping Jess. Yeah. Like literally scalping her. Not uh, a bad shot. No, it's, it's not pretty bad. good. It actually is pretty. It's one of the better effects in the movie. Um, Brody charges Jonah, which. It, just a genius idea. God damn Instead it! Instead of running you. away, this guy's like three pounds, times the size of Brody, and he's he's charging like someone who might be close to three hundred pounds. Yeah, and he's yeah. You know uh, how this is gonna turn out? Yeah. Uh, not, Jonah not just good. easily just manhandles Brody. He smashes Brody's head through a wall, which causes Brody to get stuck like headfirst through the wall. Like it's almost like something you've seen like a Three Stooges episode. Yeah, or like, yeah. It really just is. his head stuck through the wall. Yeah. Um, so with his head stuck in the wall, Joda basically then just fucks Brody up the ass with the chainsaw, killing him. And this uh, is Joda's best. This is this is Brody's best acting. Yeah, <laughs> this is his best acting because it is kind of good because he's stuck in the wall, he can't get out, and Jonah starts putting the chainsaw through the wall next to him, intimidating yeah. him, you know, setting like and uh, and making it more intense. And this is where Brody's like, he's screaming, he's afraid. It's just, this is his best acting. Where was this? <laughs> Where was any of this yeah. during the actual film? Oh, yeah, yeah totally. Because agree. you can tell the guy looks terrified. Mm-hmm. He's doing a real good job of selling it. But there was none of this. None of none it of in the it. early part of the movie. Not at all. It, apparently it's there, <laughs> but only for the money shot, you know? <laughs> um, so we go back to Bo and Mari now in the car that has now run out of gas as well. Um <laughs> Once again, Bo gets out to check under the hood where he finally says, oh, the gas line's been cut. Whatever. Uh, so now we go, we jump to the mom of the family back at the house, and she's, like, doing her taxes or something. And she gets a knock on the door. When she answers it, she finds a box on her doorstep. She opens the box, and in fi- inside she finds the severed head of her husband. Well, it's covered in straw. And and she's yeah, got to hey. pull it back, and then it reveals the severed head. Yeah, And the reason still. I mentioned it's covered in straw, because I think that was a clever way for an indie horror film to not show the, I imagine, cheap severed head. Yeah. Because if you showed the severed head by itself, it's probably not, you know, Hollywood quality. Oh, of course where not. It's perfect. But it's enough that you can tell it's that guy's head, and it's got enough straw in it that you're like, oh, my God. It's like it's it's a good – I thought it was a good trick, a good, uh, you know, move on, a, on an indie level to still have the impact of a severed head but also be covered with, like, a little bit of straw. Interesting. I thought that was a pretty good move. All right. Oh, nice take on that. Yeah. It was nicely done. 
so anyway, the mom frantically starts looking for Tiny, but can't find her anywhere, of course. Uh, we cut to Bo, Marley, sitting in the car. They spot a car coming down the road towards them. This turns out to be the mother who offers to help them. Now, again, I need to point out how yeah. zero sense this makes, how little sense this makes. because They're driving the, away. away from the camp and the farm, but the mother comes towards them. And she, we just saw her. And we just saw her at, their, at her house. So did that mean she, like, looped way yeah, far around I mean, and it, is somehow coming back towards her? So, yeah, both would have been driving towards the camp instead of away from the camp if this is how— the, I, I, I don't understand. It's, the, it's, the mom should have driven up behind them right. or pulled up alongside and said, hey, you guys need help as she's leaving, not face-to-face. It, it, make, it, it doesn't. It fucks everything up that way. Um, we cut to Bo and Molly. They're now in the mother's minivan. All three of them are driving down the road. Uh, she tells them she plans on asking the sheriff to help her find her daughter. Bo tells him, hey, I saw your daughter. She's with the big ogre guy in the barn. And now the mom goes into like more storytelling mode about Jonah and his backstory, which is the same stuff we've heard before. Uh, they drive down the road. Tiny walks out onto the road from the dark. Mom pulls over, gets out, argues with Tiny to get back in the car. She's this is like, like a decent shot, actually. You know, They have a behind shot of Tiny. As the car's pulling up, it's a pretty decent shot. I like the shot. Okay, but it's it's <clears throat> like okay, grab that little bitch and throw her in the car. Yeah, the mom's not like, that hard. It really isn't. She's like three and a half feet tall, four she's feet. She's a little person. She's a little person. She's like, a little person. Drag her. She's been used to getting slapped around by her dad. <laughs> she's not gonna get mine getting a little roughed up by her mom. So, okay? but apparently, mom isn't able to do it, and Tiny gets away. And uh, scurries off, scurries and off into scurries corn, off into a cornfield. Like children of the corn, she, she goes. And <laughs> while all this is going on, Jonah pops up like a fucking ninja, grabs Marley out of the car, pulls her out of the minivan, and man, but manages to do all of this without making a single sound because Bo is sitting like right next to her and doesn't even notice this until he actually turns around to talk to Marley and sees that she's missing and sees Jonah like take her into the cornfield, and he's just like, oh shit. Um, like, yeah. where are they in relation to the to the, the farm, like, to the, farm I, yeah. to the campground, whatever? Because it seems like they should be miles away. Yeah, it, 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 the, the the distance and the layout of this or the geography no, of this no campground sense. farm makes, makes no sense. sense. Yeah, it's so convoluted. Um, you have no idea. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, the mom gets back in the car. Bo's like, it's just us now. And he's like, trying to be funny about Marley just getting kidnapped right next to him. Yeah, uh, it's like, from this moment on, they have like a little shtick. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, and she's and mom's like, yeah, I know. But I think I know where they're going. So let's like, go. Like, there go hasn't been any shtick before. <laughs> or, 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 or at least it was like, well, it was like during moments of levity. Yeah. And now it's like, this is like the most intense part. Yeah, this it's it's the last girl. You know where they're going. Mom's in for it. You know, Bo's in for it. They're gonna go. Let's let's get a little corny. Yeah. You know. <laughs> um. So they anyway, they drive off, and we go back to the barn because she's like, I think I know where they're at. Yeah. Yeah. Where Jonah drops Marley in a pile of hay. He smashes her knees with a hammer and then leaves her. Uh, meanwhile, the mom is still storytelling about Candyland and, and Jonah and just rambling on. Uh, the two of them arrive at the old candy property. Um, 
which remember is supposed to be an isolated farm out in the middle of nowhere. But when they pull <laughs> up and get out of the car, we clearly see like a highway by like all these cars and there's like, like zipping four by. Four or five cars <laughs> driving by. Yeah, in the background. <laughs> Like someone's house. Yeah, <laughs> there's a very well like off a main street right. and you're pulling somebody's driveway. <laughs> so many people. <laughs> Fuck. <sighs> Bo refuses to go inside. Mom's like, whatever. She gets a shotgun out of the back of her minivan, and um, to which and, Bo's and like, you're gonna need a bigger, bigger gun. Yeah, a Jaws Again, reference. <laughs> getting getting more sticky. Yeah. Um. And so now Bo's like, all right, whatever. And the two of them head into the barn. Uh, they go inside where they find Tiny messing around with Marley, who is tied up in a chair that's been placed on a stack of hay barrels. And she has, like, all these hooks sticking out of her face. She's got and fishing hooks. Fishing hooks that have like, been, like, hooked through her face. Like, through the, like the, the, the cheeks, cheeks and the, the, forehead. the forehead, like, on her nose yeah. and chin. And the fishing hooks are attached to wires, lines, yeah. lines, wires that lead off screen. Um, the mom struggles with Tiny again, who, and again, Tiny manages to pull away from her mom and runs over to Jonah. Man, f- obviously, f- the mom, dad, dad knew how to handle her. But mom doesn't like, know shit. No, come on, if you're, I call boys, like, your mom should be like, have a death grip on her child. Like, I'm going to yeah. protect you. We're getting the fuck out of here. She's, she's barely even holding her. I'm like, no way does a mom, like, let go of her child that easily in this situation. Yeah, you are a dad. I am a dad now. Yes. And there's no, I'm like, death grip i don't care if i'm breaking your arm to get you out of here that's my job yeah. you know like we're going your arm will heal i'll feel bad about it, but at least i'll save your life right yeah um so anyway the mom pleads with jonah not to hurt tiny or anyone else blah blah jonah has flashbacks of his father cutting up his face and killing his mom and then he we see jonah start to slowly pull on like this chain or wire that he's holding in his hand and this is connected to the wires in Mari's face, and the hooks begin to pull away from Mari's face. One of the hooks rips through her cheek as the other hooks slowly, like, rip her Are face pulling, off. Pulling her flesh from her face. Yeah, but we get a blackout uh, before we actually see the skin, like, face get ripped off. Blackout. And we hear Tiny say, he doesn't like pretty people. And roll, roll the credits. credits. That's scarred. God Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn. Like, I don't know of a better way to put it. You got the damn. gun. You got the killer on the yeah, ropes. She He's right she never there. even shot the oh, gun. Oh, you have him there. You got the gun on him. All you have to do is pull the trigger. He's pulling the, the and it just cuts. So, yeah. now, do you shoot him? Yeah, they should have at least had a gunshot. I mean, it, the mom never shoots the gun. Uh, well, she gave it to fucking what's his nuts when she was wrestling with Tiny. Oh, Bo. Yeah. Okay, then Bo should have shot the yeah. gun, but so, he I mean, didn't do it, was, it. But regardless, they had him dead to rights. Yeah. He's got one arm on Tiny, one arm on the fucking wire wires. chain or whatever. Yeah. You know, Tiny's so small, you're not going to even hit her with. No, a, you can shoot right over like, her. <laughs> yeah, even even with a shotgun shooting shot everywhere. Just aim you're up. Probably you're not fine. Gonna, yeah, just aim a little higher. <laughs> but there's there's nothing. There's it's so. It's like it's like you're reaching that crescendo and then, poof. yeah, I agree. It's not as bad of an ending as uh, playing with dolls, well as we're just black out and right as they like grab each other. But yeah, it's like you, you have a gun, you do nothing with. You, it's it's a kind of a bullshit ending. She, you're, the girl's getting about to get a lot of her face ripped off. Yeah, 
you know, it's which of it's course like, again, it, it, going back to that line where Jordan, I hope nothing happens to her pretty face. Yeah, at this yeah, game, yeah, yeah. It's the face coming but off. God but, damn it, man. Yeah, it's very unsatisfying. Uh, with that, let's go into favorite kills. Don't act like you didn't love it. Favorite kill. All right, so favorite kills. We have we have kills in this movie. Yeah. Uh, some are creative or a lo- at least a little unique, a little different. Uh, but you're right, they're very torture porn esque. But um, anyway, what 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 do you have this week as your favorite kill? Mine was the opening kill. The opening uh, the one. one where she was tied down to the car. Interesting. Uh, I thought it would set the mood a little bit. Uh, I again, like I said, I'm not a huge fan of torture porn, but it's it, he didn't really torture her physically, but there was some psychological torture, if you will, like the intimidation of banging on stuff and getting her, you know, kind of getting into it, and then slitting her throat, and then she's dead. And yeah, you smash your face a whole bunch, but she's already dead. She's not gonna feel. Yeah. Dead. So I don't mind that so much. But, yeah, I mean, uh, I like the way she looked, that suicide girl look. I like it. On top of the car, it was – I thought it was a cool intro. I thought I thought we might be onto something here, but eh. But that was my favorite kill. Okay. Um, mine – at first, I was going to go with Asia because I did even – like. but the more you're talking about, like, I don't think that would really kill her, but I will give him points for creativity for yeah. the burning of the mm-hmm. eyes. It's different, uh, and it's – it's. I might say it's completely original or unique, but it's different enough – that it's not like you know again like a throat slash or a stab. It's different, right? Um, but I think even though we don't really fully see what happens, I'm probably gonna go with Marley at the end getting her face ripped off. It's a pretty good effect. That, I mean, it was that's again. I'll give him cr- points for creativity and uniqueness there. Um, you know, again, the pretty person having her. Fa- you know, what's more important to the pretty person than their pretty face? Uh, and you take that off. Um, and again, the the effect when you see the skin starting to pull away is pretty good yeah. for this, for again for this really low budget. Um, it sucked. I mean, and I probably would have been again. Don't know if that would have fully killed her having your flesh ripped. I mean, it would fucking sure. hurt and damage you, but I don't think it's a full on kill. Just like Asia, so I don't really know it, if those are dead. I mean, I don't know either because it, it all not, depends on how many hooks you have in the face because. Just like a few here, sparsely put in, they'd rip out individually. Yeah. But if you had several, and it looked like there was a good amount in her face, and you pulled five, at least. Well, then, yeah, then that it would just pull out individually. But if you had several, I mean, then it like it would support that it would actually pull a whole lot more off. But even if it's just the skin, though, or the muscle, I don't know if that would kill you because you're not. It wouldn't. Yeah, you'd be horribly disfigured and fucked up. But I don't know if you would. I don't think you'd be dead. Hurt a lot. Yeah. Um, so again, I don't probably know go they, get a little plastic surgery. So I guess those aren't even favorite. Yeah. Those aren't kills in either. But I guess they're, they're meant to be. But I don't know if they really would be. Regardless, um, I guess I'll yeah I'll stick with Marley or Asia. Those were the two most unique. You know, the chainsaw death wasn't bad either. It wasn't bad. The effects, it was it was, the was end, a little drawn day, out. It was a little drawn out. The, day, out, the but effects it was, really aren't very bad. The effects are pretty decent uh, for a low budget film. You know, there's they're not like oh my god, this is amazing. Yeah, but it's it's. We've seen a lot worse. It's good meat and potatoes effects. <laughs> Practical I'm, I'm effects. Sat- yeah, I'm satisfied. All right. Yeah, the chainsaw kill was fine, but it, w- it was a little drawn out for my opinion. Like, sure. Going on a little too long. But... Yeah, I don't, I don't care about being drawn out. Okay. It just didn't look like shit. Yeah. You know, it looked decent. All right. Uh, let's move on to odds and ends. Not only did they watch these films, they researched them too. Ugh, what is wrong with these guys? All right. Um, ratings. IMDb gives it a 5.4 out of 10, 
which is actually I thought high for this. I wasn't expecting to be that high. I agree. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, uh, nothing and a nothing. There's no thermometer score and no uh, audience score yet for this movie. Um, in Amazon, fucking three point two out of five. So right, right oh, there with right Amazon. It's always at. Yeah. Uh, plot keywords. There were only seven plot keywords for this movie. Um, model, murder, small town, independent film, shotgun, gore, and serial killer. So nothing real fun or, or outrageous. Fishhook face. Fishhook face. <laughs> um, Stump eye burn. <laughs> Midget. Midget. Little yeah, person. Yeah, Come on. Yeah, that's exactly shit. That, those are gimmies. Yeah. Um, trivia, nothing. And sadly, also, um, no budget game this week either. Uh, I, know, I know. I'm always sad about that as well. I always want the budget game. Uh, eh, right. But uh, we do get go into five-star reviews. These special movies have a place in these special people's hearts. Five-star reviews. All right. From Amazon customer, Scarred is another great movie produced by Fright Tech Picks. If you love scary movies, then check this out. Boring, nothing funny there, but just there's only three of them so far. <laughs> uh, Robert A. Benton Jr. says, For an independent horror movie, this was really good. A throwback to the 80s with cool kills and beautiful women. Eh, I don't know about beautiful. Hey, I didn't think they were bad looking, man. I'm not Marley was hot. The age, hey, but, half. Let's say half of them were hot. But, but then Jess really brought that the, the average Man, down. that really <laughs> bothers you. You really don't like Jess, man. I Nothing against her as a person, but these chicks were hot. And then there's one that's like, <laughs> like nope. She has breezy average way down. All right, I'm being a little too harsh. Right. I'm are. sorry. I'm, I'm being too harsh. All right. Um. Anyway, and then James V. Bernie says, excellent homage to old school horror movies. Need more like this. Love it. Thumbs up. Five stars. Um, I wrote down one four-star review just because, like I said, we, I didn't, you know, yeah. there was no trivia, no budget. So, I, you know. Uh, you know, uh, from Brett writes, great slasher slash horror movie homage to the great 80s. The DVD includes the awesome video to the song Screams and Whispers by the rock band Independent Circle or Impending Circle. If you are into slasher horror movies done right, you'll most definitely enjoy Scarred, a.k.a. Candyland. I imagine the negative reviews on here are from individuals that have never watched a slasher horror movie nor have any appreciation or understanding for what makes them fun to watch. Four stars. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. Uh, and then, lastly, one star reviews, just because we need some time. Uh, and in fact, I kind of I agree with these people a bit more. Uh, St- Stephen P. Gutierrez simply writes: "Actor sucked, movie sucked." One star. Uh, from movie guy, bad. Just no. I could have guessed from the description that it would be so horrible. I can't believe people actually spent money making this garbage. I could have produced this muck in my garage for a hundred bucks. One star. Donna Rizzuto. The movie showed what inexperience is all about. Don't waste your money. And the last one from Joe Gladden. Pathetic acting. I could barely sit through ten minutes. One star. So, got some uh, got some range there. Yeah, you do. Got some both sides of the fence on that one. Uh, so. We, we, we've, we've read what other people thought now, both sides of the fence. Uh, let's bring us to our final thoughts and our, our closing remarks here. So, Aaron, what what do you say on Scarred this week? Uh, I wasn't expecting much when I when I turned it on. I mean, I kind of looked at it. I saw it. I was like, I, I kind of see what I was getting into. Right. Um, even from the opening bits. I mean, the camera works. It's not the greatest sound. Not the greatest camera quality. Um <clears throat> And yeah, we've we've been here before, you know, 
crazy lone guy in the woods killing people. I mean, it's it's cliche. Yeah. But at, I, I have to say there were the kills were decent. The kills were pretty good. They at least paid homage to the cliche genre of the crazy guy in the woods who kills those stupid hot people who just happen to wind up there. You know, I mean, they 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 he did it. They did it justice. Um, that being said, it's a tired genre. It's it's been done a million times before, and it will probably be still be done a million times more by independent filmmakers. Mm-hmm. That's why you when you if you want to stand out, get the fuck out of there, man. Do something a little different. But uh, I, I got to say, I'm barely gonna say so bad it's scary. I'm really close on this one. And the reason is, is because you know they they I, I can tell they they put some effort into it, but it was kitschy when it wasn't shouldn't have been kitschy. They had elements there. It was kitschy when it shouldn't have been kitschy, but kitschy can still work in these in these in these films. Right. You just got to know where to put it. You know, they had the sexy girls. Yeah, great. You know, we all like the sexy girls, but you know they didn't use them effectively enough. You know, they didn't use them correctly. So it just seems like there were. They had all the they had all the ingredients to make the cake. They just didn't put them together in the right way. Well you know? said. Um, honestly, that's pretty much exactly what I was gonna say. Um, I am gonna go so bad it's scary as well. Um, and I I'll kind of maybe touch on a few things you said as well. But I, I agree with you for most part. Like I, the ingredients were there, right. and it's been done a million times before, but it's been done better, and it will be done a million times more, and it'll be done better. Um, this movie had potential to be better. Like I said, some of the kills were unique and original. The practical effects were pretty solid for right. the low budget. Which, for what which they you had. need, which is a main ingredient. Yeah. yeah. But there's so many other flaws in this movie. Like, again, just the writing falls short. There's a lot of weird directors directing choices that don't make any sense. There's just the acting is awful for the most part. Um, and your, your knowledge about the cake was pretty much exactly mm-hmm. what I say. All yeah. the ingredients are there to be good, but something they didn't mix them properly or they, they fucked them up. And you instead of getting a nice cake, you just get like a pile of mush. That, yeah. Like, and you say it's not that this movie's unwatchable, it's not completely trash like some of the other stuff we've done, like, you know, Trap Door or, um, I'm, well, I'm calling it blank on top of my head right now. Several of our other movies. Jesus. But at the same time, but there's nothing really special about this either except for like marley's body which is insane <laughs> uh <laughs> there's nothing special except, except that one hot chick except for that watch um but it's kind of falls into like a, f- this character of like just it's forgettable yes which is even i think even worse than being bad because these yeah. bad movies live on in infamy and become kind of cult classics uh that's this a is very just, like, good way it's just yeah. kind of like forgettable um yeah. so I mean, it's watchable, but I'm, I'm still saying it's so bad it's scary just the fact it doesn't stand out and messes up what could, had potential to be better. Um, I could say more, but I'm not going to ramble on any yeah. more than that. So um, that's going to do it for this week. Aaron, tell the great listeners where they can find us. All right, everybody. You can always check us out on our Facebook page, on our Instagram page, 
And check us out on Twitter at so bad it's scary. We are not horrible whore on Twitter. We are at so bad it's scary on Twitter. Uh, and of course, if you would like to listen to us, because that's the way you get a hold of us, is check us out on our Facebook, mm-hmm. our Instagram, our Twitter, and of course, wait, I forgot everybody, our actual website, well, horrible yeah, horror don't forget podcast, the actual website, horriblehorrorpodcast.com. Again, that is horriblehorrorpodcast.com. And of course, if you want to listen to us, check us out at horriblehorrorpodcast.com. Again, right that's horriblehorrorpodcast.com. <laughs> but of course, you can check us out on iTunes, Google play and pod and pod bean uh yes indeed uh just uh also for those of you who do follow us on uh who listen on itunes uh one thing i have noticed that the more episodes we add the older episodes are getting kind of taken off because there's only so much room so i think like right now we're up to like our first 19 or 20 episodes are not on itunes right now uh, if you want those, though, you can, you can go to our website and yeah. look them up there. You can da- you can archives. download them off the website too, off the archives. Um, but iTunes, like the, like as we add more, they, the older ones and are getting bumped. Podbean also is it happening on Podbean too? No, no, you can. You no, can I'm go, saying the Podbean has all of them. You I, can go back to episode number one on our yeah, Podbean. That's uh, right. I, I, I thought. Um, so iTunes, I don't know how. It might just be a out, space but, thing, um, yeah. or like that maybe we're not. We might have celebrity to pay. driven we for the extra pay some money. Yeah, or for the extra space. I don't know. I don't want to um, pay any money because we do this for free. We do this for free. We do this for free. For Speaking fun. of, oh my God, how could I forget this? This is. I just should have been at the top of the show. What? This should be top of the show news. What? Uh, and I totally forgot. Uh, so anyway, if you guys are still listening, good on you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, speaking of free, you know, like I said we do this for free out of our own pockets, but. Um, you know, for those times are getting tight, baby. Times are getting tight. <laughs> so, for those of you really dedicated moon goons, our, our faithful listeners, if you would so happen to choose to be the generous, have that generous nature of you, and you like to donate some money to the show to help us continue to do this uh, free of charge and to actually also expand our content and, and bring you more, uh, we have set up a Patreon page where you can go there and donate uh, to the show. All the money goes straight to a, a separate account for the show only, uh, and it goes we don't back use it for us. Shows. No, it goes back to the show. So, and there's you know a list of things like we can upgrade equipment, we can bring you more content, like maybe more YouTube videos. Maybe we'd like to save up and get some animated clips going, more merchandise, all sorts of stuff we want to do. Uh, so, if you go to the Patreon, Patreon. It's p a t r e o n. dot com slash horrible horror. Uh, you can go there and donate. We're, it's still we're still working on it, but you can start donating. Uh, even a dollar and up uh, helps. And uh, yeah, you notice how we were late by a couple of weeks. We've been gone almost a month. Yeah, we've had been we've had some equipment issues. Yeah. So um, yeah, we're we're you know this is all out of our pocket. You know this is all just us. You and, know working. You know, there'll be yeah. we're working on. Aaron and I are going to work on this and come up with it. But there'll be tiers of donations, like you know for. Different tiers, you'll you know maybe more bonuses and more perks for the more you donate. Uh, like I said, maybe access to maybe we'll try to come up with some bonus content or maybe personalized we'll personalized stuff or like maybe like invites to maybe we'll do like uh, horrible horror game nights and you'll get invitation to I'll come, come out game and with wash us, your car uh, in a bikini and uh, <laughs> you want to see it? I know you do. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, but yeah, make those donations. It'll really help us out, uh, and we can bring you more content. Continue to bring you the show and do more which we would really love to do. Uh, so anyway, that's it for us this week. Watch more horror movies in the meantime. And remember, guys, to always keep it tight.